Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp, and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Yo, legends, pumped to have you joining me for episode 24 of Marketing Builder. I hope you are crushing it right now with your marketing, but if not, don't stress because in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how you can piggyback off other people's content and add value to your marketing through a thing called content curation. Content marketing is clearly an extremely effective marketing strategy for a lot of businesses, especially those with small budgets, because they can create content without any outside assistance. So they can spend time instead of money on creating content. And that's the thing about marketing. If you want something done, you have to spend time or money or usually a combination of time and money on getting it done. You cannot escape it. The pretty stock standard approach for a lot of businesses is to blog once a week or maybe once a fortnight and make sure that that goes up on the website. A link gets posted to their social channels and it goes out in some sort of email newsletter for people. Like I said, it's pretty straightforward. There isn't anything necessarily wrong with that approach, but most of us, a lot of people, we realize it's a pretty thin approach and we wish we could do more, but the challenge is, We don't have the time to create more content and often when we're in small and medium businesses, we don't have a lot of budget to play with either. So, of course, I've spoken in the past about creating marquee pieces of content and repurposing them into smaller pieces of content, but even still, that can be a stretch for some people. It's still a lot of effort, a lot of work, takes a lot of planning, a lot of resources. One content approach that is super easy to execute is content curation. Content curation is a great approach because it is so much more easy than creating original content yourself. All you have to do is curate content from other people for your audience and add some context. It is the same as what an art gallery does. An art gallery doesn't create the art that they show, that they put on display. They either buy it or they curate it from other artists and galleries. The gallery's job is to take the art, the content, and bring it to life and bring it together in a valuable way for visitors And this includes things like putting up descriptions and and maybe how it's hung and where it sits in the journey as people walk around a gallery, how it's lit, what other artwork is nearby. I'm sure there's a lot of things that go into it. I've probably already exhausted my very limited knowledge of how to display artwork. But the point there is they certainly don't just pick a piece out of the box and stick it on the wall wherever. I suppose we should define what content curation is before we get any further. Content creation is... It's about adding your voice and value to hand-picked content that you know will help your target audience and then sharing it with them. Now, the reason it's considered part of your content marketing is not because what you are sharing is content. Of course, it's content. But because content marketing is all about demonstrating your expertise to build trust and be seen as an authority or an expert. So, You can't simply cut and paste links to content and flick them onto your audience. Instead, you need to provide the context and add value. Otherwise, your audience, well, they may as well just go straight to the source. 
What you add, it doesn't need to be a thousand words of value, but you should spend some time adding some context to help your audience, i.e., how does this apply to them or flesh the content out a little bit more or maybe even outline what parts might be missing from the content that is relevant to them or what might need to be adapted by your audience in their industry or their country or for their target market. Or it could just be your expert opinion on why they should consume the content that you've created and sent on to them. If I had to tie content marketing back to one or more of our eight marketing objectives, I'd say that brand awareness would be the key one because if you siphon off content curation and share it independently of your other content, i.e. your standalone comms, and not share it buried in existing email newsletters, maybe as something that's just stuck at the end, or here's some content that I saw this week, you should read it, then there are more opportunities for your brand to be front of mind and get or maintain brand awareness. There are also some links to relationship building, I think, as you continue to enhance your reputation as someone helpful, and and that leads back to the trust and authority that I spoke about before. Okay, so you're on board with curating content? Awesome. Once you figure out how and when you are going to distribute the content that you curate, you are going to have to set up some consistent, good sources of content to fill your funnel. For me, when I curate content, I have a few key sources, about 15, maybe 20, where I get emails with content links or social media notifications. And also, as I go about my day, if I come across something interesting, I'll make sure I send myself a link and make sure I've got it in my inbox. So then, whether it is an email link or I've sent a link to myself, I simply have a Word document where I dump all of the links. Now, You might want to be more organized and systematic than me. That's up to you. That's totally cool. There's no right or wrong way to do this. And it doesn't have to be overly complex. It just has to be a consistent and workable source, a consistent and workable pool of content and and, and keeping it in one place where you can go and get some content to share with your audience on a regular basis. Not sitting there looking at a blank screen thinking, what should I share right now? There are plenty of other tools out there, basic through to pro and free through to subscription-based, but simply Google content curation tools and you will find plenty of them to work with. However, I'd suggest that some easy ones to get started with would be just simply signing up for email newsletters in your industry or your target audience's industry and setting up Google alerts for key phrases and also following Twitter lists where others are sharing content. That's always a great source. After the break, I'm going to share with you two examples of content curation, one I used to use and one I use right now. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. 
visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening, let's head back to the show. I always love hearing about businesses that are doing awesome marketing. So if you know of anybody we should be talking about and you may be curious about how somebody is doing their marketing, you want to learn more, you want to sing somebody's praises around some amazing marketing that they're doing, please let me know and I'll see if I can get them on the show. But I also love hearing from you, the listeners. I love just in my daily workings and and going around and talking to people that they're telling me that they've got this episode downloaded and they haven't listened to it yet or they listened to that episode and they want to talk about something, please get in touch. It doesn't matter whether you work with me or not. I'd just love to hear from you. So make sure you get in touch with me and say hi. As I mentioned earlier, content creation is adding your voice and value to handpick content that you know will help your target audience and then sharing it with them. And the reason it's considered part of your content marketing is not because what you're sharing is content, of course it's content, but because content marketing is all about demonstrating your expertise to build trust with your target audience so that you can be seen as an authority or an expert in your field. So you simply can't just cut and paste the links and flick them on. Instead, you need to provide that expert context and add value. Otherwise, your audience may as well just go straight to the source of that content. Before the break, I promised to share some examples of content curation that I've used. The first one I've used, I used to use at Sponserve. Now, Sponserve was the world's first cloud-based SaaS sponsorship platform that sports teams and brands used to manage their sponsorships. And when we first started the business, we had zero brand awareness. And that was on the back of a completely new market solution for people. So not only did we not have brand awareness, we didn't even have sort of brand and product credibility in terms of having runs on the board. And to get runs on the board, we needed to sell software licenses, but we didn't want to be the pushy sales guys. So one thing we added to our marketing was content curation. What I used to do each week was send an email to our database of industry contacts which collated all of the sponsorship jobs at teams, brands, and agencies from right around the world. It was pretty simple, just well-formatted text and links to the advertised jobs, so I had a bunch of job alerts set up to help me gather all of that content during the week. However, the adding our value part wasn't just limited to collating all of the jobs into a handy resource. No, I used to reach out to those who were looking to fill the roles, so there's people that were advertising the roles, and just touch base, introduce myself if we didn't know them already, and let them know that we'd done something helpful and share their role with the exact people who work in the industry and who might be suited to that role. In that engagement, in, in reaching out, I also used to provide a link to a free ebook titled The First 30 Days in Your New Sponsorship Role. And it was a playbook to help people settle in to any new sponsorship role and absolutely kill it. Interestingly, while we were just looking for an excuse to be relevant and have our brand in people's inboxes and then use that sharing to show we were being helpful, two very interesting things came out of it, which, to be fair, I hadn't perceived. One, people started asking us to share the jobs they had in their organization. So we had another opportunity to be helpful. And two, by looking at the stats from the email campaigns, we could see those who were actively looking at links. So there's people that were clicking on links, and that could indicate that the person was looking to move from their role. So for example, if I noticed Mary at ABC Sports had been clicking on job links in her area consistently, maybe for a few weeks, that told me she might be looking to move on from that role. And the cool thing was, 
if Mary was a client, there was a chance she would move to someone who wasn't a client and hopefully we could then piggyback our platform into her new organization off the back of her experiences and recommendation. As you can see, with a little thought and application, doing something as simple and as small as just sharing jobs in our industry became a pretty cool little marketing tactic and it basically cost us no money to do. The second example is a current one and that's the email that I send each week on a Friday afternoon which has my selected read of the week. And my read of the week is simply me sharing an article that I have read during the week and which I think my database, who are mainly small and medium businesses, would find valuable. However, in the body of the email, I write about 300 words or so and outline why I think it is worth their time and what they'll get out of it. And that may be in the form of relating it to small and medium businesses or maybe how they might apply the information to their business and a little bit of context and background. I also share the read of the week on LinkedIn for some added brand awareness and social media engagement. And the purpose of the read of the week is to keep my brand in the awareness of my target market and also demonstrate my expertise and position myself as being helpful. I'm not asking for anything in that email. There's no links to buy services or products. I'm just being helpful. Interestingly, one small thing I do is add a list of jobs and clients I have worked with during the week, whether they're ongoing or new projects that have come on board or maybe they've just finished up. The idea is that I have a few people in my network who I think don't understand the breadth of my skills. And so by sharing with them that I might be doing some graphic design this week or some web development or running a social media workshop or competitions or doing a podcast for a client, writing content for websites, blogging, writing articles, working on SEO or maybe sorting some Google ads out with Aaron, then maybe when they need something, they'll remember that I can do it and they'll come and have a chat to me. Also, because I am in Canberra, a town with only about... 400,000 people, a lot of the brands I work with are known by others in the business community. And so that subtly adds weight and credibility to my work because people go, oh, I know that lawyer or I know that builder. By the way, if you aren't getting my read of the week, just let me know and I'll make sure I add you to the database. So as you can see, executed properly, content curation isn't just about flicking a link onto your database and saying, oh, read this. However, nor does a lot more effort need to go into curation to really add value to it and make it helpful for your target audience. That's a wrap for episode 24. I've been your host, Daniel Oyston, and it has been amazing having you listen to the show, and I trust you got lots of value out of it. Remember, as always, marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. If you love this episode, good, I'm glad. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to hear from you on what marketing you're crushing or maybe you're finding it tough at the moment or you have a question or you just want to chew the fat about marketing, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. 
Thanks for listening.